Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. Today, we're taking a look at what to do when you're manifesting the opposite of what you want or what you intended. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. When you're manifesting the opposite of what you intended, it can be frustrating and discouraging. It's a different situation where you haven't manifested your desires yet and are still waiting. I should really say being because it's how we are being, the energy we give off, the vibration, the frequency we emit that creates our manifestations and magnetizes our manifestations to us. So regardless of what's happening or not happening, it's important to remember that the universe is always working in your favor, even if it doesn't seem like it at that moment. But when the opposite is happening, or should I say manifesting, it can set off alarms and unwanted thoughts and feelings that eventually cause you to spiral downward, unaware, getting farther and farther away from your divine intention. The most ideal thing to be able to do is to nip it in the bud, become aware of the feelings as soon as possible, Better yet, catch the thoughts as soon as possible. It starts with our thoughts, right? Thoughts bring about feelings. But you know as well as I do, it's not always easy to catch thoughts. The byproduct of our thoughts is our feelings, and feelings are usually much easier to identify. The process I use when I'm manifesting the opposite of what I intended is really easy. Remember when we were kids and we had fire safety workshops? Well, that was back in the day. I'm not so sure anymore if they're still doing this. But for those of you unfamiliar with this, when I was in elementary school, firefighters would come to our school for fire safety. They would tell us to talk to our parents about meeting points in the neighborhood in case we were separated when getting out of the house which neighbor to go to, how not to touch the doorknob because it might burn you, not to take anything and never, never, ever, ever go back in the house. So these are the safety tips that firefighters would share with us. They also taught us what to do in case you caught on fire. The thing you're supposed to do is stop, drop, and roll. Does this sound familiar? 
So you're supposed to stop moving. You're supposed to stop moving around, even though your natural instinct is to run and panic and start flailing your arms and screaming and yelling. You're supposed to stop moving, drop to the ground and roll. Rolling on the ground snuffs out the fire burning your clothes or your body. That's the same steps I take when manifesting the opposite of what I desire. I stop, drop, and roll. Not physically, of course. That would be hilarious. Rolling on the ground and yelling, I'm not manifesting, I'm not manifesting. Which would probably raise my vibration and anyone else in the room at that time. It would certainly be a sight to see and lighten my mood for sure. But back to the subject, I digress. Okay, so when we are manifesting the opposite of what we want, sometimes it's like you're on fire, you're confused, you're panicked, you're stressed. You go into troubleshooting mode and problem-solving mode, trying all kinds of things, mantras, remedies, rituals, techniques, strategies, etc., etc., trying to fix the situation, changing things, trying to make them better, making improvements, and even worse, asking others what to do. You, my friend, just have to stop. Stop running around like a crazy person trying to fix everything. Creating a storm of worry, desperation, frustration, and confusion, fanning the flames, spreading the fire, making things worse. The first thing I do is stop. Stop everything. This means that I stop talking about it, looking for fixes, answers, adjustments I need to make, and problem solving. This part is hard for me because by nature, I love problem solving. I feel like it's one of my superpowers. But I just have to remind myself, just stop. Take a moment to see how much energy I'm wasting, how much time I'm wasting, how much this state of being emotional and energetic is not serving or helping and how junk it feels. Then I drop. I drop and ground, not drop to the ground. <laughs> I breathe, drop in, and listen to inner guidance. When you're running around like you're on fire, trying to troubleshoot the lack of results or unwanted results showing up, you're not in receptive or receiving mode. Your ground is no longer rich and fertile, healthy for growth. It's scorched, burned, and bare. I drop in and I simply experience peace and relaxation. And sometimes when this is possible because of very strong thoughts and emotions, I go for just a little relief. I look for a little change, anything to start the process of feeling even a little better without expectations of completely turning things around. And sometimes that's all I need. I also drop the negative self-talk. I drop the expectations and the shoulds. Like, I'm a certified law of attraction coach. I should have this manifesting stuff down by now. I should be better skilled at what happens when I'm not manifesting. I should be able to do a better job. I should be able 
I should be more adept at being the energy or the vibration of my desires, etc., etc. The negative self-talk gets dropped as soon as I recognize it. Another thing I drop is any outside advice from well-meaning and well-intended friends, family, peers, and colleagues. When you're in panic mode, taking in helpful advice or suggestions from anyone, anywhere can just add to the problem. It's like fire accelerant. I have a wonderful support team I live with, and you're some of the most amazing humans on earth who would move mountains to help me. However, I am the creator and I am the issue. I have to be really careful to reach out when I'm not in a downward spiral because when I do talk, listen, and commiserate with others, for me personally, it has a, a grasping at straws, desperate feeling. So I wait until I'm better and in a better headspace to connect with them. That way, I am more open and a far better listener and can make decisions from a place of neutrality and presence. The final thing is roll. I roll with whatever comes next. If I'm inspired to do something, I take inspired action. If I just need to relax or to retreat, I roll with that. I roll with whatever action, feeling, or state of being is presented. I also remind myself of the role, not R-O-L-L, but R-O-L-E. I also remind myself of the role I play in managing my energy. I can't abdicate that responsibility to anyone else. I can't blame others or the universe, and I can't give power away to anyone else in the conscious creation process. You could also take notes from pigs and roll in the mud. Have fun. Frolic and roll in the mud. Do something that you enjoy and delight in. Or do something you've always wanted. Find playmates. That certainly will raise your vibration Give your thinking mind a break and open you up to more possibilities. By the way, did you know that the reason why pigs roll in the mud is to cool down? They don't have the ability to sweat, so rolling in the mud helps regulate their temperature. So rolling in the mud actually provides them with relief and makes them more comfortable. Anyways... <laughs> Back to roll. Thank you for letting me indulge in a little trivia. We could also roll out the red carpet for ourselves. Treat ourselves really nicely. Go for acupuncture, a massage, or a sound healing session. Maybe it's going for a really nice dinner with a loved one. Maybe it's buying a new crystal or aromatherapy spray. Or all of the above. Whatever fills you up and rejuvenates you and makes you feel great again. My favorite is to go for a nature walk. There's something about the fresh air, being surrounded by beauty, moving my body, feeling relaxed, and listening to the birds. 
there's also bonus points in it for me. If I take a moment and sit on the bench and do the rampage of appreciation while I'm there to wrap up the good feelings and vibes even more. I'll be sure to link the Rampage of Appreciation episode in the show notes just in case you're not sure what I'm talking about. Finally, throughout all of this, remember to be patient and trust that the universe is working in your favor even if you're experiencing the opposite or the contrast of what you desire and you can't see it yet. But remember that manifestation is not a linear process. It's not logical or calculatable, but it is consistent. It's always consistent. We are the variable, the inconsistent element. Luckily, all we have to do is be in the vibration of the desired state. I know it can be challenging, but please be patient, not only with the universe, but with yourself. And just keep going. And remember, you are a powerful creator. Together, we are all still learning to become better and better, more and more skilled at manifesting, materializing, and creating. Until next time, dear friend, may you be kind, trust, and have faith in yourself, knowing that creating is a journey and a process. I hope this episode was helpful. Happy manifesting. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.